With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And we can start off by saying welcome to, in the future, NDZ. I've had some complaints about that. People said that doesn't really make any, much sense. Uh, no drill zone. I get it, but they like pickle pod better. All right, I guess well, Anna Bright, maybe you can weigh in on this. What do you think? Keep the name the same, change it, come up with something creative. Thomas, for some reason, why don't you like pickle pod, Thomas? What's the issue? Well, so I've said this before, and Anna, I hate that this is going front and center when we should be introducing you. <laughs> Let's get to this after. How's okay. that sound, Tyson? Fine. Because sure. we 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 have Anna Bright here. Yeah. Um. She For a limited lit, time. She kind of lit up the pickleball world this past weekend because she basically just like waltzed into a pro tournament and uh, took down a bunch of veterans and took home uh, two gold medals. But and now that, she like, called her shot, right? And she did she the Babe Ruth thing where you pointed to left yeah. field or wherever. Okay. Yeah. Well, so you called your well, shot. What did people shoot think? Shoot or shoot. Shoot or shoot. You know, I had nothing to lose in doing that, right? If I lose, you know, my comment got one like, yeah. you know, nobody, okay. nobody's ever going to see it. So we, so you might as well yeah. go for it, you know? And then, and then I was right. And then I get to be reposted and look like a legend. So I yeah. just saw an opportunity for greatness with not a lot of downside. So I took it. Mm, very smart. Mm. An eye for greatness. It's a good quality to have. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> so um, no, go ahead, go Tyson. Ahead. Oh, as you made that comment, were you like 100% certain you're going to be making waves here okay. or at that point? Yeah. Were you like, or were you like, this is I have for greatness, like worst case scenario, I don't win, but nobody's expecting me to win. Best case right. scenario, I go out and crush it. Then this comment, like, what was your, were you like that confident in all of your abilities that you were like, this is going to be great? Yeah. Were you kind I of mean, serious or were you just like messing around? That's I what think I think most, most things I do, I'm like mostly joking, but kind of serious. Okay. And so that was that was the vibe with that comment. I did think in singles I could do well. The doubles, you know, I, was, I didn't really know, but I thought I thought I could do well. So that was kind of the vibe. I, but it was mostly I for greatness, and it was a like like November first on my Twitter. I did a tweet considering pursuing professional pickleball, and that was I'd been playing pickleball for a week. Okay. Uh, at that <laughs> point, some people have found this yeah, tweet yeah. and like sent it to me. Um, so that that was another case of you know kind of serious but mostly joking, but right. with, with well, that's, the greatest, that's so. how all professional pickleball players start is them playing the game once and then joking about turning pro and then turning pro Correct. in a few months. Correct. No, and that's hundred percent my situation. Yeah. Just to add a little context here. So for those listening who hadn't seen, uh, essentially Anna just commented, I don't know. It was like 
two weeks ago on a tournament preview post. And like, I had no idea who Anna was. In fact, I didn't even see the comment. I don't think many people <laughs> did, but she commented on this preview post of like, you know, the upcoming tournaments just saying, uh, what, what was the exact comment? It was like, tune in if you want to watch me do some like great stuff or something like that. Right. It was catch me in action at the APPs guys. If you want to see things that have never been done before. Yes. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. And then yours was better than his. Uh, Anna. It was. Yeah. yeah. I, I think <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then once you won, you went back and you replied to your own comment and you just go called it. It's essentially yeah. a mic drop. Essentially, yeah, we just, I should have done a microphone emoji, but to be honest, as soon as I, like, as we won doubles, I was like, shoot, I have to find that post. Like that, <laughs> that was a thought I had. And right. then I was scrolling and the dink, there's just so many posts. At first I didn't find it. I was like, oh my God, did they delete it? You know, but I found it. I was right in the world. And I, I, I you thought it might've been offensive enough that they deleted it. Yeah. I, I thought so. You know, I thought it might've made so many waves that yeah, big pickleball. Yeah. Big yeah, pickleball was you know. upset. Uh, all the yeah, world, you know, world number I mean, ones were like, get her out of here. Yeah, there my is... little Anna, not so bright, you know, 100 followers. I was a little worried about it, you know. Has your so, follower like, count increased since uh, since your victory? Um, my my follower count in the queue has increased a lot because that that's like that's like my little private account. Then I had to make a pickleball account because I was just uh, blowing up. So that that's what I'm on now, and I'm already like nearly 500 people, and I've just made it a few days ago. So definitely have, have, you know, my, my, I've never been so famous. Uh, How's it feel in my life? You know, I'm probably like one, 100th as famous as you are Tyson. So the, I think I'm that's just... even a stretch, but we can, hey, what, <laughs> what about me? What's me? <laughs> um, probably like halfway there. You're um, probably I'm like on par. Essentially. <laughs> I don't know. So Anna, I don't yesterday when Thomas said that you're going to be our guest and then you shared like a little, uh, like it was a DM thread or a text thread with somebody who was super excited that you and I were going to be chatting. Uh, yeah. Are you a survivor fan or are you just like a pickle pod fan? A survivor fan. My family's a big survivor fan. It's actually so funny, Tyson. I wanted to say this. Um, my whole family has always thought I should go on survivor. And this okay. is something my grandparents just like hound me for regularly. And literally like around the time I was getting into pickleball, I was seriously thinking about making an audition tape and I found yours on YouTube. Oh, you, you know, found mine? Where did you find that? It's it's on YouTube. And okay. you, it's just like you could not do those things now that you were doing in that video. How do you mean? <laughs> you were just being a little too ridiculous. Okay. I don't think that would fly today. And I was like showing my family. I was like, look what Tyson did. This is so crazy. We had it like on our on the YouTube. And then I get into pickleball and I follow the dink. I find out what the dink is. And I it's like a week later. I'm like, oh my God, like Tyson's in pickleball. You know, I like texted in the family group chat. And then, okay. you know, four months later, here I am. And I don't think I'll be making a survivor audition video um, anytime soon. But if I do, I might have to, I might, I might need your help. I might have to just emulate yours. I don't know if I can quite pull it off. You, were you already said that that wouldn't fly today. And now you're saying that we're going to just do the same. I just think I would need your inspiration. I okay. think I would well, need a, your touch for greatness there. You know, for those who haven't seen the video, uh, it's really not, so I didn't know anybody in that video. I just went to 7-Eleven and was harassing like 7-Eleven customers, asking them why they think I would be good on the show on Survivor. And, uh, but when you fill out these applications, they say, don't have anybody else in your video. The video has to be like under three minutes. Don't put background music to it or anything. I didn't 
even read any of the rules. So my video was like four and a half minutes long. There was like a hundred different people in it and it had background music to it. And then I just turned it in and they were like, you didn't follow any of the rules. I was like, yeah, I didn't read the rules. And they're like, okay. They like did not care at all. They kind of like liked it that I just was like, yeah, I didn't read any of the rules. That's just, I just saw the thing and submitted it. It was so stellar because it was like so low budget. Like, I yeah. don't want to say, it, I don't want to say low effort, you know, it was clearly edited, you know, but it was just other people are like going to all these different places in their towns. They're so try hard, like, hi, I did this in high school and then I did this in college and I'm so great. And I started all these clubs and Tyson's like, you know got his arm around random people just like talking about how sexy he is and it just it worked it out yeah thank you thank you yeah i mean if you're we don't want to dwell too much on the, this aspect but if you are we making an audition tape <laughs> it's all about being like just showcasing your authentic personality and that's it like people put too much effort, like you said, like they don't care if you can CrossFit. Nobody cares if you can CrossFit. That's like the thing CrossFitters don't know. But like an audition video, you're just wasting time if you're showing stuff like that. So, right. yeah. Well, say hi to the family for me and uh, tell them as soon as they become professional pickleball players, they can talk to me too. Okay. All right. That's good motivation. I'll yeah. that <laughs> All right. Glad, glad we got that out of the way. Uh, <laughs> Anna, like, I think everybody's wondering how long have you been training? I think you just alluded to what, like four months? November. I started, was... I started October 23rd. That was the first time you ever picked up a pickleball paddle. And I had, I had played like five or six times before that, just throughout okay. four years of being in college when I'd come home, sometimes we go messing, messing around yeah. with my family. But right. October 23rd, <clears throat> I went to, you know, the local courts in here where people play pickup. Okay. Where are you at? Dink. I'm in like the Boca Raton area of okay. Florida. And I got hooked. What's your background? Uh, was there a smooth transition? Tennis, uh, table tennis, badminton, what? Um, tennis, tennis all the way. I was okay. a really, really good junior tennis player. Uh, recruited. I played at Cal or UC Berkeley, where I was. I was really. Uh, I was. I was a rock solid. You know, five line five line six player. So not someone who's who's you know uh, making waves, but someone who doesn't lose a lot. And I was a really good doubles player. And so the switch to pickleball was pretty, pretty painless, I would say. And I think it, it suits me a lot better than even tennis did. Was it as easy yeah. as you thought it would be? It seems like, it seems like be, the answer is probably yes. I would say as a whole, yeah, it's, it's been pretty easy. Like I still need to get better at the dinking, but it's been pretty easy. The hardest thing for me is actually learning how to hit a forehand hard. Backhands always came really easy right. to me, you know, two hands, but in tennis, like I use a very uh, Western grip on my forehand. And so I just didn't know what grip to use if I wanted to drive a forehand. So anyone who played with me like the first two months, like every time I would hit a forehand hard, I would just scream, you don't have a forehand. Like, what are you doing? Like, it was just an ongoing source of frustration to like committed to a right. grip. And, and now, now my forehand's halfway decent on a good day. Right. So are you playing when you're training or you're going to the courts or whatever where you are you said what Boca Raton yeah yes where I live um yeah are you playing with are you playing with other pros are there other like high level players around you had you been training with other pros yeah so I, about about late December I got mm -hmm. in with the Johnsons so I play with I play with them I play with Gabriel Tardio um Mir Mircha Mirariu is kind of the, the the normal group that I play with got it that so is, I had to get better. I had to get right, better. Right. Right. 
Well, I think the quickest way to elevate your game in pickleball is just to play with better people, right? So you can actually make huge leaps if you do what you did essentially, which is like you're training right off the bat with some of the top players in the, in the game. So right. that actually is, uh, explains a lot. So it's full-time pickleball. Now your is this what's what we're going to see and a bright full-time pickleball player. Um, pretty much. I, I actually spoke to my boss yesterday about mm-hmm. like, yo, I know I've been working for two months, but, uh, two months is a long time to, to hold change. down a job. <laughs> what? So <laughs> what do you do? Uh, essentially a project manager at a small tech company. I work remotely. Um, so okay. that's why I'm in Florida. My company is not here. And my boss really likes pickleball, really supportive. I sent him the no man's land pickleball article about me or where, you know, I'm like the, the, I'm basically like God in, in that, the first half of that article. So um, he was like totally chill with it. So I think now it's, I'm going to have like a really flexible work schedule. So I'll still be able to have my job, but I'm going to pretty much be able to play all the tournaments I want to. Perfect. Nice. That's an uh, ideal scenario. How, yeah. how, how often a week are you playing? Are you playing every day? Are you doing something every day to further your pickleball uh, dominance? Or what does your schedule look like? I am playing pickleball every single evening. Like there's pretty much no days off. I did take a day off Tuesday because I was just Monday, you know, I played like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And Monday, I just, I was so stressed out, you know, because my phone is blowing up. Just got, my life is changing. And I was just like, I, I'm so stressed out about pickleball. Like I have to go play pickleball. It's the only way to, <laughs> to not be stressed out. But I played three games and I was like, I'm so tired. So I left. I didn't play Tuesday, but otherwise I, I really do not take days off. Like every day after work, I'm playing for a minimum of two hours. No, I don't really, I don't drill ever. I actually drilled for the first time. Yesterday. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that is correct. Right answer. And I knew I liked this girl. Yeah. That but was I, the right I answer. Was really impressive. I play a lot on weekends. I'm known to sometimes play like, you know, I play in the morning, then I'll drive and play with other people in the afternoon. Then sometimes I'll play in the evening again, like full on pickleball addict, but not about the drilling that may yeah. become necessary at some point, but, but no, I can assure you, you it will not. Yeah. not then, then we'll just keep playing rec. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. You uh, are speaking our language one hundred percent over here because <laughs> drilling is boring. boring. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And I mean, if you're winning tournaments and not drilling, I mean, it sounds like that's the formula. Do you win tournaments without drilling, Tyson? I no, but I don't also answer usually... that as your legal counsel. As your legal counsel, <laughs> do not respond to that. Generally, I do not participate in tournaments. Okay. All right. Well, that's fair then. You probably would win them. The, uh, yeah. the waters told us that the, the big transition for them was when they started drilling. However, we know Tyson and I know that that was big pickleball propaganda. Yeah. And, uh, okay. we, we saw right through that. So, okay. All right. Good to know then. Good to know. So I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll stay the course. Okay. Yeah, so and then, Oh, go ahead, Thomas. Well, I was just going to say, so you kind of come up against, Corinne Carr, Simone Jardim. I mean, you played a bunch of awesome players, but you're in the final against those two players. Did you understand like the significance of that? Like, did you understand who Simone and Corinne were in pickleball? Like, how familiar are you with the pro landscape? And like, did you know the players that you were playing against as you were kind of making your way through the bracket? Um, I knew a lot of names. The people I knew, like, I really knew Vivian and Lee and Simone. I knew. I just knew from like watching the highlights and things on YouTube though. I, I knew who Lee Whitwell was just because of Major League Pickleball. Like suddenly she was right. everywhere. And you know, Vivian is always playing with Deckel and you guys have talked to Deckel like so many highlights, you know, so those matches are easy to watch. And then Simone is just, uh, you know, just 
just everywhere. And um, it's funny, actually, I also did a, an Instagram story like two weeks into playing pickleball, just just joking. But I tagged like Simone and Annalie and Ben and just said like, I'm coming for for you know yeah. you guys like I'm coming for pro pickleball but I don't think they saw it because I'm a private account so I don't think you could see that but it was like everyone in my followers like oh my god like so legendary and I was like they couldn't even see it like it's fine <laughs> yeah but it, it's just funny that you know less than a few months later I, I was I was playing against Simone and I know she's not at full health and stuff but um that was so fun I knew who she was I was really really excited about it and I just kind of felt like I always felt like we're gonna play most of the Corinne and we are so hot right now uh Corinne's really good but uh, that was kind of the mentality and we were just so focused and I felt like anything could happen if, if we kept playing as well as we did against Lee and Vivian in the bronze. Right. Since, uh, I guess this was just last week, right? So since then, uh, have you been propositioned by potential new doubles partners? Have you had people reach I, out? I think that the best way to get male attention as a female is to become a good pickleball player. Because the <laughs> the the outreach to play doubles is, is unbelievable. Yeah, I think it's a hundred percent true. It's a hundred percent true. Like how many? Like give us a number. Like hundreds, uh, fifty, twenty-five. What are we? What are we? Uh... Probably every male in the South Florida area. Like, just kidding. <laughs> but no, no. I got to get talk to like joke. an assessor or somebody to give me that number. Okay. Probably, I've probably probably at least like probably around 10 to 15 maybe like 15 pros okay you know so like um, people you know that are playing pro yeah shot to you okay probably around there and then some people who are really just shooting their shot and i respect it okay um, <laughs> yeah like there's this guy who's a you know like a you know probably like a 4-0 but he lives oh. really close to me he was one of the people who who um like helped me figure out how to play a tournament he messaged me you know, saying like, you play one, I was like, mm, I don't know, you know, so, so. Wait, <laughs> so what did he say? He just, you know, wanting, wanting some, wanting to play one with me. And I'm just like, yeah, okay. you know, so I'm not very good at saying no. So we just kind of. Uh-oh, you're in for a very long life if you can't say no. I know, a I'm long, getting better at it. A life of chores for everybody I need to get better at it. I need to get better at it. But, I, but yeah. This is a yes person. And I'm like, you're going to spend your whole life doing favors for everybody. It's, like, it's to easier to say no and then just rip that Band-Aid off and carry on. So, but I'm going to message him right now and be like. No, but and you can blame it on me if that make, <laughs> it makes it a little easier. But But if he helped you into the sport, then I mean. Maybe just tell him you'll play some rec games with him. I don't know. Yeah, that's There's got to be a compromise. That's probably the way. Um, okay, so 10 to 15 top-ish level pros are reaching out. Uh, and uh, have you responded back? Um, so just yesterday, after I talked to my boss, I was kind of mapping out what the rest of the year is going to look like because I really had no idea what I was playing after April. Um, so starting to think about that and then starting to kind of figure out partnerships. Tyler Loon was actually like the first person to reach out to me. Uh, he reached out like right after George and I won doubles. And so I'm playing in the, the PPA, um, uh, the, the Riverland PPA with him. That's just in Florida in like two weeks. Okay. And I'm really excited about that because he's left-handed. So I get to play on the left and I, I like to rip backhands. That's where I'm definitely most comfortable. So um Ooh, we'll see good, how yeah. how that goes you know if, if we do well maybe we'll try to pick up some more tournaments um 
uh, other than that, I haven't really, haven't really committed or solidified anything yet, but there's a lot of people on my radar. There's plenty of people who want to play with me and I want to play with a lot of people because I just, I don't really know anyone. Uh, like right. I was talking to, I was talking to, um, it was so funny at the, uh, on Sunday, you know, after Georgia and I won doubles, you know, so many people are coming up and saying like, congratulations and everything. Everyone's being so nice. And there was a tent um near the pro tent that was like a like it's like a pro xr2 paddle brand or something it, it's like Leap a brand out. tent yeah no free ads oh sorry Just, no yeah, that's we're just kidding okay yeah, we, yeah oh. nobody i've never even heard of that brand carry but, on um, there there were two people in the tent like wearing like hats and stuff and they just mm -hmm. you know they start talking to me congratulating me and then one of them goes like uh would you be interested in partnering and i was like no sorry and then they're like what and then we keep talking and then soon it becomes like clear this is austin gridley and i was just like oh my god i'm so sorry i know your name like i know who you are like i know you just won with jw I was like, i'm so sorry like i just didn't recognize you it was just such a like i, I was like i'm so sorry i was so rude but i, I just to I austin just, my boy austin oh he's so so nice so nice and his coach were so nice and i was just like i'm so sorry like i that's such oops my bad uh just funny so i'm still learning like names and faces and stuff but i that, thought that they was were a really funny moment i thought it was a paddle company uh proposition right Is yeah that they had like the, yeah that's what i said because oh, you know we're okay. in the tent they're wearing the hats yeah right oops that's on me well i know some people moment. at gamma pickleball if you ever need a conversation gamma pickleball is everywhere now I feel like everybody you don't have to tell me yeah i mean <laughs> i get on board about a year and a half ago and then now they're everywhere I mean, that's to be expected. That's yeah. to be expected. That makes, um, sense. that makes sense. A question I like to ask everybody, this is a little off of uh, your partnerships, all your future potentials uh, with uh, partnerships. Um, what's your paddle weight? Do you add weight to it? Uh, because I, we talked to the waters about this and they added weight. And then I started getting more curious because I think there was a time when people didn't really add weight to paddles, but now I think everybody adds weight to paddles. <clears throat> do you add weight to your paddle and do you have a specific weight you like it at, or do you just go by feel? I go by feel. I have no idea how much it weighs, but I use, I use the model E right now. I didn't add weight. I only started adding weight probably like a month ago. So you do have weight on your paddle now. I though. do. I have like okay. thin strips of lead tape. And to be honest, the only reason I wanted to add weight is because um, I practice with Georgia and mm -hmm. Georgia hits so hard. And every day I'd come home and complain to my parents. I'd be like, Georgia hits so much harder than me. And I don't know why. And I have to hit harder. And so I gradually just started adding uh, more and more weight. And I, it can't be that much, but that, that's the motivation. Just trying to be like Georgia. Well, that's how, that's why I added weight. Cause I wasn't able to smash the ball hard enough to put the point away. And mm -hmm. so I just kept adding weight until I was like on par with, you know, unable to have people return it. Is that because so, you have extra long extremities? So it's harder for you to generate to, power. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's because I didn't really come from, like I noticed that people who come from a tennis background, even with an unweighted paddle are able to really hit the ball quite proficiently and hard. And I think I lacked that is honestly what it was. So I just kept adding weight to where I didn't have to have my shoulder hurt every time I swung at the ball as hard as I could. So, uh, but it does, yeah, it does seem like that. Also, I saw an article somewhere or somebody saying something that the weight around the circumference of the paddle actually increases 
the sweet spot on the paddle. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that's good. That's an interesting untested zero data backed theory. I think there is data on it, but I don't have that. But yeah, do your own research for sure, but also make sure the research is correct coming from a reputable source. That would be uh, pretty much my advice for any type of information you're seeking. Okay, thank you. You're welcome, <laughs> Anna. <laughs> uh, okay, so Anna, just talk a little bit about your game plan. It, it sounds like you were just mapping it out, right? So you probably don't really know what you're going to do, but do you have any sort of like inclination as far as what your split will be between PPA, APP? Are you just going to play local stuff? Have you kind of maybe like circled some some dates on the West Coast? You're like, I'm going to play there. Like, how are you looking at it? Um, I've, I've mapped it out pretty extensively, extensively, you know, we'll see if things oh, change, really? but the, the first half of the year, the next few months, I think are going to be mostly, um, APPs. And then the latter half of the year is I'm going to be doing more, more of the PPAs. Cause I feel like I'll get better and I'll want to play more PPA events. Um, I don't know much about how major league pickleball works, but I have to be there. That has to happen for me. Um, I'll do anything to play in that event. That just seems like a blast and a half and kind of the, something that's most similar to college tennis. So I'll yeah, I think that they is, just but... choose you. You just have to get recruited. Yeah. Right? I just have to, I don't know what I have to do to get recruited, you know, maybe just keep doing decently well. Um, but that's, that's definitely something that I want to be a part of. That sounds so fun. Well, so, they'll, put yeah. you in, they'll put you in the player pool, but it's a matter of whether you get drafted by your, your fellow players. So you're going to, I think there's one coming up here within the next, like definitely next four months. So okay. you kind of got to like get on your, you I gotta, gotta get on you gotta it. Go get some more medals. I got to start sweet talking people too, probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just Maybe cool. answer some of those yeah. DMS. <laughs> all, right, all right. All right. All, all of them. You never know who anybody is, Anna. So I would, yeah, just respond to every single DM. I, no one has ever like slid in my DMs in my life. So now that I've become a pickleball star, I actually do respond to everyone. Wow. So I at least, I at least give a like or something, yeah. you know, so I okay. think I, cause this is something I've just never had before. So I'm definitely, you know, taking advantage of, of the opportunity to have DMs that are full. Have you so had, when, oh, Thomas. Tyson, we're kind of like all over each other this episode. I mean, where did we have so many questions for Anna? That's the problem. I know that's true. I, I want to hear if she got, uh, aside from par uh, potential partners reaching out, what about sponsors? Have sponsors yeah. reached out? Have you have been hit up by uh, all of those companies as well? Some of them? Don't some, name any some. of them, though, also. Because we yeah. just have to believe some, and? Uh, Some paddles, some paddle companies. You can some... name them. If you, you don't have to. I, I don't really want to. You, really you shouldn't name to. them now. Ooh. Yeah, don't name them until you got a pen Ooh. on paper. That's usually yeah, how, yeah, how you should operate. Trying, uh, to, trying to get some things inked, but um. Okay. Any yeah, that are any that interest you that you're excited about that you're like, ooh, that would be cool. Yeah, I have a couple of things um, that I'm really excited about. Um, I don't really know that I should say much more, but, but yeah, it. it's been no, super you exciting. shouldn't say it's much more. Crazy. Yeah, it's been crazy. Like just you know, my Google Calendar has actually been like full you know, and that's just crazy. Like, I'm so tired. I haven't even been able to sleep the last week. It's just so much to think about and um, so much to balance and stuff. And I also have like a job, yeah. you know, <laughs> I had to give a, a presentation on Tuesday. That was a pretty big deal. So there's just been a lot, a lot going on, but really exciting, really thankful, you know, getting to talk to 
to you know two legends right now so i can't complain right now, at all. yeah that's pretty cool yeah, i should admit that's pretty cool you should quit sure. your job that's what i have to say thomas you should quit your job and then you should also you don't want to be liable for that <laughs> you, you think she should quit her job and then name all the paddle brands that have reached out to her? Yeah, we'll play them against each other. I can represent you. It's fine. You don't have okay. to ask. I will. All we'll right. play them against each other. We'll get you the biggest deal possible. We'll get you your own paddle. We'll get you an apparel Ooh. line. Ooh. Um, the only thing I need you to do is go get some go get some more medals. We'll get you in the Major League Pickleball. Wow. And you're going to be this her rep? pretty good tell. I almost just said the future is bright, like not intentional. Wow. But I held back because I thought yeah. I'd get called out for um, being a cliche. cool pun. Yeah, no, I like that. Uh, I would have. It might have taken me a second, but I would have been like, "Yeah, good one, Thomas." You <laughs> yeah. Would have been very right good. up your alley. Yeah, you very that good. One. Yeah. <laughs> the great puns um, have been out of control. They've been out of control. As, I bet so. you got a good name. Thank you. Thank you very much. Do you have any questions for Thomas? Because this is a segment we've never done before where we ask Thomas a question because he's, and I want, I, uh, outside looking in, he's the least interesting of the panel usually, uh, but yeah. he's got a lot of stuff going on we just don't know about. You know, he's in school, um, he's in business school. Okay, so so maybe he is trying to get into like being a sports agent, Okay. Exactly. Or maybe he's, yeah, or get a job. And that's what I oh. thought was crazy is that he's encouraging you to quit your job while he himself is in pursuit of more work. Maybe he wants my job. He because he's oh. like, I have flexible hours and I can play a lot of pickleball. So maybe he wants my job. I think that might be the situation. Your boss is a pickleball fan as well. Thomas likes pickleball. There's already a bond there between boss and potential employee. Hmm. I don't, yeah, know. Just, I, think I don't think you can be my agent. I think you're trying to get me out. Yeah, there's a conflict of interest here. There's a conflict of interest here. No, I, I don't think it's going to work. Tyson, do you want to be my agent? Yeah, I will. Okay. <laughs> my rates are higher, but I'm going to get you more. So it'll work itself out in the end. Yeah. You can get me on Survivor too once this pickleball business slows down. So I think... I can help okay. you. Yeah. I mean, you, you, have, me, you, know. you have to get yourself on Survivor, but okay. I can definitely help okay. you. Okay. Okay. So, Maybe okay. audition tape consultancy. That yeah, would be an interesting little, uh, little there's side There's people that do that, but I can do that. Really? Yeah. yeah there's people. Yeah. That well, that. I guess you just hire like an advertising agency. But the, really the, what it comes down to is you have to present yourself in the most honest, most real light that you can while you know showing off your personality to its fullest and then like you either got it or you don't honestly like yeah the best yeah. thing you can do the video is the best thing you can do to get that foot in the door but after that if you don't have honestly what it takes then like so that's why people are like help me make my video and i'll pay you money to do that and then get me in i was like yeah but like that's not all of it and so I'm not going to take your money because do I feel like you can get on the show? I don't know, but like, I'm not going to take your money and then, then be like, well, you just don't have what it takes, kid. No, you're never going to because your personality just isn't bright enough. And then nice. get it. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. <laughs> so all I can help you with your video, but you got to do all the work after that. That sounds good. That sounds fair. Yeah. But I think pickleball so buzzy right now. If you, if you I think it like, is, 
I think if we know, I get what you're saying right here, Thomas. And I've thought that for a little while because I have actually tried to help a couple people from the professional that. pickleball world get, get into the, the survivor yeah. uh, realm and stuff. And, and, most and of them, other reality TV. And other reality TV. Uh, but uh, you have to take time away. Are you willing to take two months away from pro pickleball is the thing with no pickleball. And uh, I think that it is going to be one of those niche, like, oh, there's a pickleball player on this show. That's going to be fun for the audience. I think the audience or the pickleball community is tight enough that everybody will rally behind someone like that. I'm not so. there right now, but maybe I got I to gotta get a little better, I think, before I can afford to step away. Okay. But, you know, in a year's time, in a year's time, who knows? Who knows okay. about? One year from March 3rd, 2022. Got it. Call your shot. Sounds good. Call your shot, Call your shot right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in March of 2023, Anna will be nowhere to be found. We won't know where she is. Her social media will have gone dark. And uh, two months after that, she'll uh, be right back here like nothing ever happened. And we won't know until six months later that she was on TV. There, I called it for you, Anna. Thank you. Someone yep. clip it. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. That's got to be the weirdest part about reality TV, by the way, is that six month grace period where you're like, I like an episode isn't out yet. And you're like, I don't know whether I'm going to be the hero or the villain. You don't. And you, or even get featured at all. You yeah. could be almost non-existent from the edit. And the other thing too, is like, you're riding a high from being out there. You're so high. You're just like, this is going to be on TV. Everybody's going to see this. There's cameras everywhere. They're treating me like a superstar. And then you come home to regular life and you're not allowed to talk about it. So then it's just like all the way back down. And then like the cast gets announced and the TV show starts coming out and it's like right back up there. And it's just like this roller coasters of highs and lows. And then if they show you on TV a lot or you're the star high continues. But if like you went in, you got super hyped about the show, it's your favorite show. And then they don't show you on the entire thing. That's a huge downer. So are your emotions ready for all of that, Anna? Yeah, I think I think they are. I think I think okay. I think, could do it. I, think I, I think I could do it. I think you can. I think you're fine. If you played high level tennis, a uh, pro pickleball player, like that's a lot of uh, people don't understand that when you play at high level in sports, you also have to be good at losing. You do. You really do. Like you can't not be good at losing. Like even a bad loo loser still has to deal with losing and you know, emotionally and bounce back from it. Thomas, would you agree? That's good. I mean, that's just, this is just good stuff, Tyson. You're on a roll right now. Anna, <laughs> Anna, this is the part where we just start like rambling and we're like, we don't even know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> so with that- It's my second coffee. We won't, we won't make you stick around for any more of this. Thanks for coming on the show. It was awesome to learn more about you. I'm excited to see, uh, ex excited to see what you do. So your next tournament is, are you playing at the plantation open or is the next tournament, the PPA? It's plantation starts tomorrow for me, then the PPA and then the Delray tier one APP. All right. Is my next couple. So it's four straight, four straight for me. And where's your new pickleball account that we can find you at if uh, fans are uh, looking around? Uh, it's annabright.pb. Annabright.pb. Not, and then what's the Anna not so bright account? Is that your personal account? Yeah. 
Do yeah. not follow her personal account, everyone. Do follow not her follow pickleball at account. You gotta Anna, woo me not first. So bright. If you want to get, if you want to get on, not so bright. You, I gotta be wooed first. Yeah. You, so. No, I did. So, I did let the dink. I did let the dink follow it. So you did. I'm on I the did. inside. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll uh, put in my request and see what happens and update the Ooh, listenership next week. I, I think. Okay. All right. Send me a nice message and I'll yeah. let you in. Okay. Hey, I got a <laughs> tournament, a three-five tournament coming up in. <laughs> couple of weeks. I don't know if you have anything going on. I would make that happen. Okay. Uh, finally, I can get a gold medal too, Thomas. You'll be the only one without one. Anna, that was a bad move right there. You just, <laughs> you just committed to something you do not want to be a part of. Yeah. <laughs> going back seen, to earlier. I, play. I think there's a lot of raw talent there. There is a lot of raw talent, but... Uh, it, there's uh, a lot of heart as well. There's raw. a lot of heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all of that's there. You're right. Uh, okay, Kaiser, Anna. Lefty. I get to be on the left. Okay, yes. I was going to say that too, but I didn't want to because I know Thomas would get jealous. Look at his face. Oh, I'm not jealous right now. I'm not jealous. Okay, Anna, thank you so much for your time. Uh, if you're ever in Arizona, let me know and we will get just some rec games. We don't have to play a tournament. Uh, and uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you. Uh, maybe we can catch some coverage this week, but if not, uh, we'll see you at the PPAs and the APPs all over the feed on the feature court, hopefully. Sounds good. Thank you, guys. All right, AB. Thank you. Good luck this weekend. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. We, okay, my first question, why uh -huh. does everybody have two accounts? And do all these, like, do all these pros, they all have personal accounts that we just haven't seen? Not all of them do, and I'll tell you why. It's because Anna Bright, just based off of our most recent example here, Anna Bright wasn't planning on being a professional pickleball player when she started her Instagram account. So she has it for friends and family to connect with, to show what she's doing, and that's fine. Then when she became a professional pickleball player and she noticed all of this hype, immediately she wanted to keep those two things separate so that she can focus solely on pickleball because a pickleball fan is mostly going to want to see only pickleball stuff versus a family member who's going to want to see like more personal life stuff, what's going on in your life, how are things going? And so that's why people have separate accounts. I think if you started, for example, I, my Instagram, I opened after I'd already been on Survivor because I'd been on Survivor 15 years ago. So Instagram, so obviously I don't need two accounts, but my Facebook page, I do have two accounts. Because I had a Facebook page before yeah, right. the high school one that uh, Correct. probably don't want anybody to have access to. No, that's not necessarily true. It wasn't high school for me. It was even after college. But uh, but yeah, so then I do have a separate Facebook account for the fandom specifically. And so, yeah, it makes sense in those scenarios. But if you were a pickleball player from day one, then having one account's fine. Right. I just put pen on my chair, leather chair. I don't think that's coming out. Is that your new leather chair? Dang it. Or the one that came from the last place? Where are uh, you? Are you in your apartment? Yeah. You know, I tried to do this cool background, but then when it zoomed the camera, when we actually started recording, it like just backlight. Yeah. So yeah. I can see the view. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. There's, um, uh, if I move, you can see it better. Yeah. No, I love it. Um, downtown Austin. You can see people like, uh, you know, on their paddle boards and kayaking and stuff like that. Oh, people don't, on the river? People don't 
think about that. That's a really cool aspect of Austin. I mean, most big cities, like it's like, don't go in that river. Now, for the most part, you probably don't want to go like swimming in that river. But so you you're know. still saying don't go in the river. Yeah, don't go. You know, don't go, <laughs> okay. don't go in it. <laughs> don't like touch the water or anything. Yeah. Sure, but if but you have like, a flotation device that's on top, it's a layer between you and the water. Yeah, like people fall off their paddle boards and. Yeah, they don't scramble that hard to get back on. Okay, but do you see them the next day, or are they then hospitalized from whatever? Yeah, looks sick. Yeah, but everybody gets E. coli. Everybody, you know, it's you know. Yeah, it's in part of life. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Cool. Well, that is cool. Are you, are you in the penthouse there? Like, I never realized. Like, no. What uh, what do you got? Like a four bedroom? Uh, it's apartment? just like a high rise building. There's a bunch okay. of different floors. I'm um, not quite on the penthouse. Maybe one day. I've been to Austin before, but I don't remember that many big buildings. I was there's a huge, the, the there's a huge area. downtown with like, um, it depends on where you are in the city, right? Yeah. Well, um, I'm sure. Yeah. Know, it, uh, like any, any, uh, downtown, you know, you've got kind of like the financial district and with all the office buildings and there's a I mean, I remember thinking Austin was just sort of like, it'd be more like LA, yeah. right. Where it's more spread out. It's flat. There's not many high rises, but um, in the downtown here in Austin, there's actually some like pretty impressive buildings. And so nice. Um, yeah, it's cool. And how are how's your transition there? Have you found a pickleball group to uh... I played for the first time? Um, and I don't know if I said that on the last episode, but I did go play at Dreamland. Which you said you good. were going to go play, but you hadn't played yet because it was that night. How was it? It was good. It was freezing cold, but um we were like under the lights. We were under the canopy there where they did major league pickleball. And uh, so we were right. We were playing on the, you know, the center court there. And so that was cool. It was a good group. Um, how, and, how'd you uh, play? Who'd you play with? Uh, I played with Brooks Wiley and then just a bunch of other dudes that are, um, you know, Austin locals. Okay. Uh, who, who play a lot. And um, yeah, I like for the first probably like four games, I couldn't hit a ball anywhere that because you hadn't been playing so long because you were so cold i was definitely very rusty okay i I was gonna ask you that because two months i honestly since i started playing pickleball like seriously like two years i haven't gone longer than not even a week like five or six days is the longest i've ever gone without playing some pickleball so i was gonna ask you that how rusty were you well it's been it's been tough i mean i had a so i had a um I had a final last week. I've got a final project and a final coming up this weekend. And Monday, I've got all this work. Um, it's been tough to play, but it was really, I mean, I'm going to try and 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 start playing more. Yeah. But I always say that, and then the schedule fills up, and it's tough. So, Have you ever tried drinking Relight Boost? Uh, I have. I told you, dude, that yeah. it really is a boost. It is a boost. It every yeah. time. And it has so many electrolytes in it. Relight, one yeah. of our friends of the podcast. Uh, and honestly, in my lifetime of athletics, the okay. best electrolyte mixture I've ever had. The only one that I've ever really felt has made an effect on me physically. Uh, keeps the cramps away. 10 times more electrolytes than <laughs> other leading brands. And you can have it for 15% off if you use pickleball at checkout uh, on uh, their website. I like it. Yeah. Um, 
I have a bunch of it in the kitchen, as you know. I know. I do drink it. I drink it every day. And I did um, hot yoga last night, and it was far Dude. too hot, by the way. That's like a cr- – it should have been a cr- – they could be arrested for how hot it got. Okay, yeah. And but I that is the perfect time. Some- yeah, exactly. Time. I was like, geez, I am dehydrated. So I went yeah. and got some, some real yeah. light and uh, made it a lot better. I noticed but- it in the summers. If I – like in the summers here, it's 115. I'll still go play. No problem. But generally, I can only play for an hour, an hour and a half maximum if it's that hot. But if I have some cold relight, I can go almost twice as long in the summer heat because it keeps the cramps away and stuff because it's keeping me hydrated. So great stuff uh, and great flavors. <clears throat> uh, what else, did, Thomas? Did you watch uh, any of the pickleball this past weekend? I didn't get to, no. I've been pretty busy with some. I um. I mean, obviously with Anna, yeah, uh, the APP was like really exciting to watch. I was more into an APP tournament than I've ever been. Okay. Um, and we've got, what do we have coming up this weekend? The Plantation Open coming up this weekend, which is APP. Okay. So um, that would be obviously um, the PPA was in Minnesota. Yeah. Did you, did so Tyson McGuffin won his first ever singles title? In PPA. PPA. That was crazy. I didn't even realize that. Me neither. And so JP said that in like the live blog, our live blogs on the yeah. Dr. Law. Uh, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah. And uh, yeah, so congrats to him. I think that's pretty, uh, I can't believe he hadn't won one before. Yeah, but also the PPA is like t- two years old. So like. That's true. Yeah, because I thought that too. I was like, what? That's crazy. Tyson McGuffin's never won. But then I was like, but the PPA really only started like after I was even familiar with the sport. So yeah, like there wasn't a long time. So, but congrats to him for sure. Got a trophy now that he has to figure out how to get in his luggage and carry home with him. Yeah. Uh, uh, we did say it was just going to be, it was a matter of whether it was going to be him or, or Jay who won. Yeah. Cause yeah. Ben wasn't playing, you know, yep. Zane and J dub were at the APP. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. Yeah, we called it. Yeah. Seize the day. Seize the day. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> I struck that from. Yeah, we'll edit that one. I mean, I don't even know what. I was gonna. <laughs> really good, Thomas. That's really good. Maybe yeah. that's our uh, sign off from here so, on out. Professional podcast. Yeah. Say cool stuff like that. Um. Um. Well, any anything else shocking uh, happening at these tournaments? It was super cold. I did message Irina uh, during the podcast last week because I was saying in the indoor balls versus outdoor balls thing. Right. And I was like, what is the situation there? And she was like, it's outdoor balls on a tennis surface, which is an outdoor yeah. surface. So, yes. Yeah. Um, right. So, but if it were a gym floor or something like that, they would have to use indoor balls. Yeah. I didn't think anybody would care. And then we got a bunch of comments after last episode where people were like this, this, I was like, okay, I guess it's a big deal. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I know what the people want. You do. You do. Um, all right. So Anna mentioned, uh, NML pickleball, right? Yeah. And we've mentioned them a few times. Uh, they finally, you know, revealed themselves and like, uh, I, so I had been texting you and I told yeah. you maybe weeks ago that it was these two dudes. Yep. And, uh, so it was them. Uh, and most people at least, uh, like sort of like in the pro world already knew. 
Okay. And it started to spread. So I think they were sort of like, didn't really have a choice. Well. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, so they lifted the veil. I honestly, if I were them, I would not have done that. Uh, I think the anonymity is kind of what they had going for them. Yeah. And uh, they instantly went from like mysterious and clever in my mind to just like two dudes writing a, a blog about pickleball. But is that how yeah. everyone feels? I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll, I guess we'll see. We'll find out. Yeah. I mean, they, they're not going to be able to, they're not going to be able to like, I mean, realistically they were casting stones. They were being like super critical. They didn't have to, they weren't accountable because they were like anonymous. And, um, and even if they, even if they knew that people knew who they were, they could still have a little bit of deniability to it to still keep posting how they were. Right. 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 And now they can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, well, I mean, I, we'll see if, um, they're able to like maintain their presence in the conversation. Right. Yeah. But again, I think the anonymity and the fact that they were critical of people frequently, uh, when the pickleball community is so small that a lot of other writers and content creators aren't willing to do that. Yeah. They don't want to ruffle feathers. I think right. those are kind of like the two things that they had going for them. Um, and uh, I mean, yeah, for the record, they were always positive towards me. Were they? Yeah. I think they were positive towards, I was towards, positive the towards, towards them. Yeah. I like yeah. the analysis and all that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, now we know who, who they are. Well, that's kind of a bummer. And the reason it's a bummer is because it was so fun to speculate. It was so fun. It to was. Talk. That's and, why I liked it. Yeah. And even like when like, you were like, I know who these guys are still, there's like a smidgen of doubt. Like maybe it isn't, maybe it is. It probably right. is, but even still like until they admit it, you could be like, I don't know. It's, yeah. So you know, right. Maybe right. it's just like an extension of them somewhere. Like they come up with all these scenarios. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. man, I can't believe they took that away from us. Yeah. So I feel robbed. Yeah. Um, uh, no, the, the only remaining question though is like, and I, this is who I, this is what I really wanted to know. This was like the true question. Okay. Like what pro is feeding them information? Yeah. You know, like they, they weren't high up enough on the ladder to get the contracts, to see all that stuff. Right. Yeah. So and that's then what were, I was thinking too. <clears throat> there were other things that I don't really want to give credence to right now that like okay. they would reveal. And it was like, yeah, like, I knew that like other people knew that, but out of respect to people who are investing their money, who have things on the line, like you're just right. not going to, you're not going to reveal that just so you can be like, I broke the pickleball news. Yeah. Right. And, um, which they could have if they remained anonymous and now they can't. Well, I, they probably still will, but it's like, okay, now the pros who are leaking the information have to be more careful about yeah, that. Exactly. Right. Yes. Um, and I want to know, like, because I do have theories as far as like who was leaking. Ooh, the let's hear them. Name some names. I'm not gonna do that um, <laughs> because I, I actually don't want to like. I don't ruffle I don't, some feathers because you're not anonymous. No, no, I don't want to give away my theories so that oh. they like get guarded and try and you know. Okay. I want like I need to keep gathering evidence. So um, because like if you think about it, the pros that are feeding them information are stepping on the toes of their fellow pros. Yeah. And um and uh I think in some cases it's like to the detriment of the Pickle deals that general. they have, the arrangements they have. 
No, for sure. Like a deal should not be leaked before there's ink on paper, like in any situation out of respect for someone's livelihood, et cetera. Like, even if you hear like, oh, there's talks, people are having conversations. Like I know of deals that haven't happened or been announced that I have kept silent uh, with pros and certain companies. And it's just because like, until there's ink on it and until that pro and chooses the time that they want to announce that, like, that's not like my, that's not for me to, to, you know, out to the world. So I agree with you 100% there. Um, let's see, Tyson, I have a, I have a cool new whiteboard. So I'm looking up at that. Wow. You've been writing notes for it. Yeah, I actually have three whiteboards in my apartment. Love whiteboards. You can never have too many whiteboards. I've always said that. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's so obvious. What are you like a junior high school teacher from the early two thousands? I, I literally have a whiteboard on an easel right here. Yeah, in front that's of me. A, yeah, that's um, really cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Um. All right. Uh. So. Pickleball continuing to get like tons more press. So the one that dropped this morning, um, Axios is just talking about how like putting a pickleball court on your property is going to increase the property value. Yeah. Just another reason for people to build courts, continue mm-hmm. this growth and yeah. to watch it, um, to watch it spread like wildfire, which it already is. Yeah. Uh, my backyard isn't big enough for a pickleball court, but I do definitely in my mind. The only reason I wouldn't get a pickleball court is because the only reason I leave my house is to play pickleball. And I know that even though my wife is like, let's get a bigger property so you can have your own pickleball court. I know that if I did that, she would be so sick of me being at the house all the time. Cause at that point, if I have my own pickleball court in the backyard, I'm not leaving. I'm like, anybody who wants to play pickleball can come to me. I'm not going to anybody from here on out. So, yeah. I, I don't know. If I ever get a place, I'm definitely building the court. Are you? But yeah. then you're never leaving, right? That's okay. That's my problem right now. I don't have enough. You know how people say you have like two, you, have, you need a third place. Did we talk about this? No. So you need, um, so you have your home. Uh huh. You have your work. I don't. And you and then you have like um, a typical like social environment, which could be yes. like pickleball, a park, or yeah, like a recreational thing. It's like, yeah. all right, right now, literally all I have is like we were remote classes for a while. Now we're going yeah. on campus, but it's only a few times a week. But you have that. You have school. I work from home. I wasn't playing pickleball. I was like, I was just like in this apartment constantly. Yeah. And um, so I need to I need to reestablish a, a third place. I've never heard that before that there's three main places, but I am grasping it. I'm definitely grasping the concept here. And that's how I am. I don't honestly really want to leave my house, but I don't have to leave my house for living. I sleep and eat here and uh, I work from home pretty much everything. And pickleball is the thing that on a regular basis gets me out of the house. Yeah. Your pickleball court's like right by your house too, isn't it? Yeah. It's a block away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, but I did sign up for a league at legacy bell bank park, which is nice. now 15 minutes away. So I do, but that's like the furthest I ever venture from my house. Yeah. So bell bank is crazy. I thought it was just pickleball and then 
you know, we started doing research mm-hmm. and uh, cause we do have some plans in the works and um, it's insane. Yeah. It's got like everything. everything you need. Yeah. It's like, I think it's the largest world. sports bar. It's going to be like the largest sports bar West of the Mississippi or something like that. And it's uh, uh, got, I don't know how many soccer fields, how many softball fields, volleyball, everything. Can I admit something? Uh, yeah. I don't know where the Mississippi river is. I mean, I imagine it's in Mississippi, at least some component of it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where Mississippi is. That doesn't mean anything to me when people okay. say West of the Mississippi, but it's like one of those things people say. Yeah. I'll tell you what I think it means. Geography what, I've always, what I've always utilized it for is that it means that it's not necessarily the largest in the country, but it's the largest this side of the country. So that's right. the saying. Sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. I don't it. fully know where it goes. I think the Mississippi comes from one of the great lakes down all the way through and does eventually cross through Mississippi on its way to the Gulf. And Mississippi was the first one to be like, this one's ours. Yeah. yeah. Cause there's the Missouri river and that's also big. And I think that the Mississippi river might cross through Missouri at some point. Uh, but yeah, this I'm, was Colorado river. It. Colorado River. Oh, that's right the Colorado me. River right there? Mm-hmm. No, that is not. Yeah. yeah. Is that where it goes through Austin? I'm going to have to Google this, bro. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Colorado. This is good. River. Is good content. It's really good content because I, <clears throat> man. But the other thing I didn't mention at, um, at the AP. That is not podcast. the Colorado River, dude. Yeah, it is. In Austin, Texas, you're saying that the Colorado River runs through Austin, Texas. Yeah, why don't you just, yeah, Google uh, Colorado River and it's like, look up its path. Austin, Texas. Zooming in. (laughs) While you're doing that, I'm going to talk about Colorado River. Where does it, I got to have to backtrack it all the way up to its origins to make sure it's the same Colorado river. Hey guys, this is why you should subscribe to our podcast. Uh-huh. This is why you should subscribe, hit the thumbs up button. I should probably do that. Um, if you're watching on YouTube and uh, if you're on Spotify, can you hit the follow button? Leave us some reviews, help us grow. By the way, we have some merch dropping soon. And uh, I don't even know if you, probably not even worth calling it merch these are just like cool pieces of of clothing for for pickleballers so uh think uh think like jordan but for pickleball we're okay. gonna be launching that stuff pretty soon here on our site uh we've also got some other stuff in the in the works too so i'm pretty excited about what's to come here uh did you figure out the colorado river thing I'm seeing it. I'm following it all the way through back to its origins. Let's see where I'm at right now. Man, I'm only a little ways through Texas. I guess you're right. Like that's definitely a Colorado River. Is it the Colorado River? I'm still skeptical. I got to I got to say the fact that you weren't able to figure it out within 30 seconds tells me everything I need to know about your tech savviness. No. I mean, I could Google it and say it does the Colorado River run through Austin, Texas. But I was following on the map, the river all the way back, but I had to zoom in because the the river gets so narrow in some places. And I've always, and I've always known the Colorado river to be quite wide. 
mm-hmm. when I've seen it in person because it goes through Utah. Right. So I've been on the Colorado many, many times in Utah. Sure. So yeah, weigh in on and let us know. Is that the same Colorado River that I've been on in Utah for our listeners out there? Because I know that Thomas hasn't done the research. He knows that that's called Colorado River outside his window. And I agree that there is a Colorado River in Austin. So that is the uh, River Width podcast. Uh, thanks for <laughs> turning tuning into this episode. Next week we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna cover the Mississippi, Mississippi River. River. Yeah. yeah, that'll be good. That'll yeah. be really good. Uh, Thomas, what have you got going on this week? Uh, are you going to be at any pickleball stuff, or you're so engrossed in school now that all you can do is watch from home? Got my family coming in. For oh, you whatever, do? For whatever reason, there's a wedding here, like a Michigan, a couple from Michigan is getting married in Austin. So my family's like, all right, Austin's they're like good family place. friends. It's like a really random thing. So okay. they're going to come in here. But um, are you invited to the wedding? Yeah, I'm going. Okay. Good family friends. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I figured. Okay. And it's, just uh, that it's here right when I, so I know that a lot of your family plays pickleball. Are you going to get out and we might to the court. We might. My brother, one of my brothers and my dad are coming and they're both good pickleball players. My dad just yeah. won a tournament in, in Florida. I'm going down to Florida uh, in uh, next weekend. So I'll probably play when I'm down there. You know who uh, lives so. down there? Anna Bright. She does. She does. You don't want to try and play some rec games with her? Um, Where's... Where is Boca Raton? Oh, are you kidding me? We got more geography on this thing. This is so much geography. This. I think we need to. <laughs> Boca. Uh, um. All right. I'm no. finding it right now. It's so. Uh, so wait. So can we go back to? Uh, it's no just dr- north of Miami. Oh, uh, can we go back to No Drill Zone? Yeah. Why? What was the feedback that you heard, and why should we not change the name to the that? The feedback I heard was it just doesn't make any sense. NDZ No Drill Zone. It's like doesn't like if you read why the, does it not make sense? It's an acronym. well. If you read the title, it doesn't necessarily point you to pickleball. Well, that doesn't matter because yeah. you have like meta descriptions and stuff like that. Sure, I understand. So if you're strongly in favor of No Drill Zone, I'll still do No Drill Zone. Or NDZ. Well, to be honest, uh, you deflated me now. I did. It wasn't me. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was one of our listeners. Well, that it wasn't listener me. Can unsubscribe. You think that I'm using this listener front so that anonymously Maybe. I can critique that? I would tell you the truth. I was the one who came up with no drill zone to begin with. So why would I then be the one poo pooing it? All right. We listen. Um, I haven't had the album or the, the, the cover art commissioned yet. So yeah. Come up um, with something better. All right. Listeners, please. Yeah. Let us know what you think. What about a uh, sport RX? Um, we're going to do that next. Well, we're going to talk about that next episode. Oh, top secret. Yeah. Um, and, uh, well, I, somebody also gave me a sign off, like a potential sign off we could use. Uh, no dinking around. Is that what they said? They came up with something. Well, that's terrible. So we're not doing that. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, on the pickle play app actually is where they DM'd me. Uh, oh, nice. and 
don't be a dink. No? 